The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. To find out more about this talk show or other talk shows broadcasting on KUCI, log on to our website at KUCI.org or check out the latest program guide. Greetings, fighting anteaters. Bill Nye, the science guy here and CEO of the Planetary Society, featured on Planetary Radio Thursday nights here on KUCI. And when I'm in Irvine, I do what you do. I listen to KUCI. I support it on KUCI.org. And I turn it up loud. Visit us on KUCI.org. Contribute. Improve the quality of life in Irvine for all the anteaters and the other citizens as well. Reducing this amount of trash starts with you. Buy products with less packaging. Bring a reusable bag to the grocery store and keep one in your car. Choose not to buy bottled water. Fill up a reusable bottle instead. Attend or start your own beach cleanup. And wherever you are, don't litter. Good morning. You're listening to Get the Funk Out. I'm your host, Janine, and this is KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. And in just a few moments, we're going to be joined by Marcy Masura. She's based in Orange County, and she's the director of digital engagement at Weber Shandwick. She's uh, developing content and strategies for numerous high-profile clients, and she's incredibly busy and very inspiring. I don't know if you've checked out her blog before, but I'm a little bit familiar. I'm going to have her fill you in on all the amazing things she's doing here in Orange County and beyond. Welcome, Marcy. Hello. How are you? I am good. I love Mondays. It's my favorite day of the week. Are you being serious? <laughs> I'm totally serious. <laughs> I love it. Tell me why. I just think Mondays are like the day where everything's out in front of you, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, I feel kind of caught up and ready to go. That's so. great. That's great. Yeah. Do you get a lot of sleep Sunday nights? Um, I don't get a lot of sleep in general. Oh, you um, don't. <laughs> <laughs> but by choice, mainly by choice. Yeah. I'm, not, uh, I'm not, I don't require a lot of sleep. Oh, uh, I wish I was like so. that. Yeah, it stretches my day a little bit. I get yeah. a little bit more. That's good. Time. That's yeah, good. I like it. You know, I can see why Mondays would be exciting because it's kind of like you don't know what's what's coming down the road and it's a new start. And I kind of feel like that in September when kids go back to school and things are new. And I don't know. That's to me. That's my exciting time too. Yeah, I think Mondays are just a good. Um, I, I, over the weekend, I take a lot of time to look back on um, how productive or not productive I was the week before. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so Mondays are always my day of motivation, like, this is it, let's do it. Let's That's it great. Happen. That's like, great. Oh. I get my motivation after about two cups of coffee. I'm <laughs> ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, that's true, too. <laughs> Absolutely. Tell me about what you do. So um, I work for a company called Weber Shandwick. We're the world's largest PR firm, um, and we are global. Um, my title is Director of Digital Engagement. Um, when I when my kids ask what I do, I tell them that I help make brands popular. Oh. Um, so that's sort of in a nutshell what PR is in mm-hmm. general. Um, but I am a specialist in the digital area, and I work with, um, gosh, almost every household name you can imagine, from Motorola to Pepsi to Suave, um, and on and on and on and on across the whole network, um, helping them optimize 
what they do online to reach consumers. That's great. And I've seen some of your um, different engagement you've been to, uh, whether it's Disney. I know you've done a lot of stuff with uh, right OC Family or OC Metro and you, a lot of different events. Yes, most of that work that you see online through my blog um, and through my social coverage, that is actually stuff um, that I do, it's so complicated, that I do it as myself, um, not necessarily as a representative of Weber Shandwick, um, and that's partially because of my very bizarre job path, um, <laughs> uh, which, which is that I, and I refer to it as being blog to job. Okay. So, um, <laughs> I sort of started in an, I'm an, what Robert Shandrick refers to me as an unconventional hire, which I just I love that title. I love being identified as unconventional. So. Absolutely. You know, you're, you're one of a kind, you're very unique and that's what, you know, that's, what, that's fantastic, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, so a lot of that work is because of my blog, my blogger past and actually as an influencer. Um, and, and so that that's, Especially the Disney work, so I'm involved with them on a different level, not not in official capacity through Weber. Did you ever imagine this is what you would be doing? <laughs> Golly, no. Um, no, I mean, I, I, as a as when I was younger, um, I was fully convinced that I would be um, an attorney um, or a CEO. Like, which is hilarious to me now that when I was, I remember in fifth grade saying I was going to be a CEO, like no concept of what industry or what business, but just the, the title CEO. Um, no, I, I knew that I wanted and have always been attracted to business um, in some sense. Um, but I, no, I never, this is not a path that I even was aware of. So um, look at it, that. Yeah, I just sort of. It's just, I won't say it just sort of happened. I don't like people that say, oh, I'm, you know, I'm so lucky or it just fell in my lap. And that's not entirely true. I mean, it takes a certain amount of... Hard work. Come on. It takes a certain <laughs> amount of effort. And yeah. I also, I think, um, and this is not tooting my own horn, but speaking more for people who have changed careers, mm -hmm. um, there's a certain level of bravery that yes. borders on arrogance, maybe, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> where you just think, well, of course I can do that. I can do that. Which, um, which is great, because a lot of people don't have that confidence. They don't. I think a lot of people do have that voice, but the other voice sometimes can beat it out of you. You know, that other voice of, that's crazy talk, um, that's too extreme, or that'll never happen. You know, that voice tends to drown out the other one. I think we all of us have a certain instinct to go, you know, I, I could do that. Yes. I could do that job. Yes. Um, you know, so sometimes there's a, there's a leap of faith and you have to, um, you know, you have to believe in yourself. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes, you know, I will say um, I'm pretty well known for saying that I like to bite off more than I can chew and hope I don't choke. <laughs> so, <laughs> kind of the way I approach things. I often say yes to things that I have no idea how to do. Oh, um, and then I figure them out and then I know how to do them. So that, <laughs> that's that's my great. Approach. That is great. So a little backwards. You're always learning. You're always growing and learning, which is fantastic. Yeah, I mean, I think that's, um, I think that's important. I think not, not always, just not the fact that you're always learning, but the willingness mm -hmm. to um, put yourself the out there. To know you, yeah, you could still learn. Mm -hmm. You can still be better. You could be different. You can acquire new skills and all that stuff. Um, I think that's that's really really important to be willing willing to learn. Now. The theme of the show, Get the Funk Out. And by the way, if you're just tuning in, we're talking with Marcy Masura. And have you ever found yourself in a, in a funk, a career funk? 
Um, well, yes. Um, so my, my first career out of college was in apparel manufacturing. Um, I did some design work. Um, so I did some fashion design work and eventually um, got involved with a large um, fabric manufacturer and uh, became the GM. And I was very quickly moving up the ladder and, and doing very well in that industry, especially for a very young woman. I was traveling quite a bit. Things were going along great. Um, I then walked away from that, literally cold turkey, to get married and have children, um, oh. which was wonderful. Um, okay. It was a great decision on my part. However, what happened pretty quickly was that I, I was not fulfilled. All sides of me were not fulfilled in the same way. Yes. Um, I didn't have that validation, right? Like that mm-hmm. constant, you did great today. Yes. Um, feeling, you know, nobody says, wow, you make a mean thing of macaroni and cheese, you know, or you're right. really good at folding laundry. Like that yeah. just doesn't happen. That's right. Um, and I thought, I don't like to say depressed, mm-hmm. but I was very much in a state of, um, I was swirling is the way I refer to it. Mm-hmm. I was just swirling the drain. I was just doing what I was doing and wondering and constantly wondering, is this it? Why? Yeah. Yeah. Is this it? Yeah. You know, um, or is this as good as it gets? Mm-hmm. Uh, and also at the same time beating myself up because every commercial, every sitcom, everybody kept reinforcing that people who were stay-at-home moms were the luckiest people in the world and they were the happiest people and, you know, it's the greatest thing ever. You know, I can remember commercials Ugh. with moms, like tight commercials, just totally making me angry. Come on. Uh, you know, it just felt like, it just felt like so much of a lie, you know. Yes. So I was very much, I will say funk, yes, very, very much. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was at that time that I realized that I needed to do a little bit more, and that was when I started consulting. Um, and I started my blog at 4 a.m., uh, one night or one morning in a funk. I was, I was upset. I couldn't sleep. Um, I started a blog, and uh, <sighs> my whole new career comes from that, comes out of that one action. That's incredible. To... Yeah, that... in hindsight, it's terribly incredible. At the time, it just felt like, okay, well, I'll just try this. I'll um, just, <laughs> just yeah. get up and start writing at 4 a.m. I think it's great. <laughs> I think it's great. I, I encourage... Um, I encourage people, uh, whether they, you know, not even from a career standpoint, but I do encourage people to find a way to express um, whatever it is they're going through, good or bad. Mm-hmm. I think even if you're going through something great, it's great to have that documentation yes. to really, you know, express it properly. So, And you have, to, I think you definitely have to listen to your inner voice, your, your gut. You know, I was telling my, I have two daughters, I was telling them, my older one is 13. You know, usually, this was years ago, before I was married, when I would wake up first thing in the morning, if I was with a friend, a boyfriend, and I, you know, I'd been spending time with somebody and I felt like it was the wrong person to be with, I would get this gut feeling first thing in the morning. <laughs> my, usually my gut feeling about anything was the right decision first thing in the morning. I don't know why. I would just have my clearest thoughts in the morning. And they would usually be right. And you have to follow your gut. Yeah, I think that that's great advice. I know that it's, it's harder. It gets harder and harder for people to decipher what is their gut feeling or their mm-hmm. instinct mm-hmm. Um, and separate it out from those sort of negative tapes that might be playing in our head that come from other places, yes. right? Might yes. come from our childhood, might come from the media, they might, whatever messaging. 
um, it is hard to separate that. And maybe, you know, first thing in the morning, it's, it's, you have some clarity there because you're not bombarded with all of that yet. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think, I think for me, one of the things that I, I do try to encourage people to do is to try things um, and to realize that to not play the negative, right? So mm-hmm. look for the positives first and to try things and to get comfortable with the uncomfortable. So yes. it might seem stupid. It might be risky. Um, it might seem like it, it's completely impossible and that's a really uncomfortable place to be, but get comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, and get used to that. Like, okay, I'm okay with being, you know, unstable or uncomfortable or or maybe even making a fool of myself. I'm okay with that. Yes. Um, you know, so, you know, I think what it is is get okay with the concept of possibly failing. Sure. Going into something going, I'm okay if this doesn't work. Right, so, right. Because you know. you'll regret if you don't give it your all and try. If you're just sitting back going, well, you know, I, I didn't think I could do it anyway. Yeah, I know. People say you regret what you don't try. I think the problem is, is if you don't try, you don't really even know what you're going to regret. Like, you mm-hmm. don't, if you don't even try, you can't even see what the possibilities are of what success looks like. Right. So sometimes mm-hmm. you don't try, and you might go down another path, and that's fine. Um, but just think you have no idea where that other, that other path could have led you to. Right. So, you know, it's really about the try. It's really about the try. Well, it's great advice for people that are in a funk because we have all kinds of funks, obviously, whether it's career, personal, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever it is. And that's great advice. You have to just put yourself out there and just go for it. Yeah, I mean, you know, that, that famous phrase, you know, if you keep doing what you're doing, you keep getting what you're getting. Yes. Um, <laughs> you know, I think that that's as important to me. I will tell you, in my office, I, I do have a, um, a framed quote which um, actually says, um, it's never too late to be what you might have been. Oh, come on. That's my favorite quote. Oh, so there you go. I, I, li- so, I love that quote. You know, and yeah. I really do. I mean, I, I live and breathe that. Yes, um, yes. But I think that that's the kind of encouragement that people need to realize, that mm. um, even if you're in a funk, it's not a permanent state. It doesn't have to be. Yes. George Eliot. Yeah. I, I, I Actually, a friend of mine years ago had that on her website, and I then put it on my website, my favorite quote, because it, mm-hmm. no matter what age, you might think, mm-hmm. oh, man, I'm in my 40s, and, you know, I always wanted to do this. I'm too old. Mm-hmm. No way you're not too old. I remember reading about an 80-year-old woman that wanted to, um, you know, skydive, and she did it at, like, 82. I can remember in second grade learning about Grandma Moses, and Grandma Moses was a painter, of course, who came to painting and became super famous mm-hmm. in her late 80s. Oh, gosh. She had never painted before. She wasn't a, you know, classically trained. And she became very, very famous. And that story stuck in my heart my whole life. Mm-hmm. Because I remember people telling me that I needed to pick. Um, I was good at a lot of different things as a child. And everybody kind of said, well, you need to pick. And it was this constant theme of pick a major, pick a career, pick a direction, um, and I was never comfortable with that. I couldn't understand why I couldn't do it all. <laughs> or, <laughs> as you get older, you learn there's a, there really are only so many hours in the day. Yes. Um, so I still think you can do it all, maybe linear in a linear fashion. Yes. Just not all at the same time. And that's sort of how my life is working out. You know, I wanted to be in the fashion industry. I was, and I've moved into more of a business role. Um, which was something that I wanted as well. And I, I also am a mom at the same time. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think I think it's important to find those examples, whether it's a quote or an individual, that 
just a little piece you can hold on to so you know that you're not alone in, you know, making changes. You're not alone in that, and and great things can come from it, you know. Now, I noticed you're also a presenter and a speaker, and I love on uh, your website, Marcy Masura, that's M-A-R-C-Y-M-A-S-S-U-R-A.com if you're just tuning in. Uh, you've got three women in beautiful dresses, and one's holding a, a pickaxe and a chainsaw. <laughs> Tell yeah, me. I, you know, those, uh, that part of my branding is something that um, Hysterical. It, it really speaks to me, because I, I, what that, really, that visual really says to me um, is that you can still be um, all women, mm-hmm. um, you can still be very feminine, you can still do all that, and you can still carry a big axe. You know, it. you can still um, be powerful, strong, and fearful, and, mm-hmm. and brave, um, and yet not have to give up any part of being a woman at the same time. Yes. Um, you know, I, it's a strange time right now. There's a strange conversation going on with the new um, Sheryl Sandberg lean-in. Yes, I was going to um, ask wrote, you about that. Yes. Yeah, I wrote a piece on that, and they actually contacted me, and I've written a piece for their, for their website as well, which will be coming out next week. Oh, good. So, um, you know, my take is a little a little different, a little different than Cheryl's, but, um, you know, I don't think we need to man up to, to right. be in business. So, yes, yes, exactly. Kind of what that graphic represents. It's also hilarious. So. You have something on your website about that? Um, no, not yet. Not no, yet. No, I don't. Okay. Not yet. All right. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to reading about that. Where can people see that when that comes out? Um, that'll be on leanin.org. Oh, good. Uh, which is Cheryl Sandberg's site. I do have a post on um, on my blog, which is marcywrites.com, um, which if you search for Lean In, you'll, you'll see a piece where it's a, a long editorial piece. I loved it. I shared it on Facebook. Oh, thanks. I thought it was great. Yeah. Little, it's a little different take. A little different take. So. Uh, I, my husband always jokes because when I married him, I came with a toolbox. And, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I'm constantly painting and doing, and, and I love... Um, having many different facets to me. I, I think it's really important. Um, were, you, were you like this when you were younger? Did you have a lot of different interests or only when you were, you know, older? No, I was very um, interest ADD, if you will. Um, I, you know, I was dancing and I did ballet and I was very quite serious in that as a child. And at the same time, my dad taught me to rebuild a carburetor. Oh, I love um, it. So, you know, I rode motorcycles um, you know, I did. I was I was diverse in that way, um, and I think a lot of the credit goes, of course, to my parents creating an environment where that was completely acceptable, mm-hmm. uh, and it also allowed me to determine um, what I like. You know, what yes. do I like? Yes. Um, and I, I I'm in that process right now with my kids. Um, my my sons are 12 and 14, and I'm in the process of trying to encourage them to try things and to let go of things. Um, you know, my one son sent to my other, oh, you, you quit. You quit that sport. I said, he didn't quit. He tried it. Yes. And he's trying something else. And there's nothing, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. That's so right. I'm trying to carry that over. That's great advice. You know, I'm, I go through the same thing with, I have girls, and um, one apologizes. I'm really sorry I don't play guitar like you, Mom. And I'm like, you don't have to be me. That's okay. F- you know, find yeah. your own talent. You, you both have talent, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, that's, that's definitely, I think that those experiences as a kid, um, 
giving being given permission to quit or to try things and to walk away and to try something else mm-hmm. to kind of have that flexibility has served me well as an adult now um, and gave me the strength to sort of enter into a new career um, and to know that you know there's always options out there there's something else out there um, especially if you're in a funk I think it's great because you you know you we can't be so critical of ourselves it's okay to try something and say you know what this wasn't for me. I want to try something else, and it's okay to, you know, branch out and continue to discover who you are. Right. I mean, I don't encourage people to walk away from careers, necessarily. Right. Exactly. Um, you know, we, there's a smart way to do things and, yes. and not a smart way. Right. Um, but you can discover a lot about yourself um, by, what you, by what risks you're willing to take, for sure. Yes. And that might be, you know, it could be a hobby. It could be something else. Right. Um, and it's amazing how much that can affect um if you're in a funk about your career, um, sort of exploring outside of the office, you know, other hobbies and fun things to do, and new people maybe um, can can really alter your opinion of where you are in your career as well. No, oh, it's great advice. Great advice. Now, I notice also you are doing a lot of different reporting. You, you have something on your website, a, a link to your YouTube channel about uh, different interviews you've done. Was that something you always wanted to do? You know... I was just asked this morning um, by somebody who's writing an article, and they, they asked um, why I, I do my life online. In other words, like, why am mm-hmm. I online mm-hmm. uh, in a personal sense? My response was, and I was, I'm, I'm totally comfortable saying this publicly, but I need an audience to validate my existence. All right. <laughs> um, I'm a performer by nature. I was born that way. I was a dancer when I was young, as I said. I'm also a public speaker and an educator now. I'm happiest on stage, and I'm happiest when I have an audience. Um, not from a vanity standpoint, but mm-hmm. I feel that I provide the most value mm-hmm. in those moments. That I can, you know, I say helping is my hobby. So if I'm teaching, if I'm instructing, if I'm presenting, um, I'm really happy. And so the video work kind of kind of fell in with that. Um, as I was asked by brands to do different video segments, particularly Disney, um, you know, it just sort of falls in line with That's everything good. that I That's do. Good. It's fun. You know, it's a fun, it's a fun experience. It's not always fun to see yourself on camera, but no, I know. Um, <laughs> you have to like get past that, but, right. um, yeah, it's a, it's fun. I mean, I, I like to do video. Well, your style is very real. You know, you're you're not pretentious, and uh, it's fun. It's fun to watch. Oh, oh it's good. Really fun. Well, that's good to hear. Thanks. Any uh, upcoming uh, conferences that you're going to be part of? Uh, unfortunately, not out here on the West Coast. We seem to have somewhat of a void out here. Um, I am um, an instructor at uh, WOMU, which is part of the WOMA Marketing Association in Chicago in May. Um, it's a kind of a prestigious um way to learn about marketing and um, digital activation. So it's a really valuable um, conference. I'm looking forward to that. And uh, other than that, you know, we'll, we'll see where I go from there. Um, doing nothing, not too much in Orange County. It's always a, a big challenge for me. Um, you know, I forgot to mention that I live here. Oh, yes. Um, my office is in Chicago. Oh. So, yes. So I do a week a month in Chicago. And uh, you're fourth generation Orange County. I would say I am. Very proud of that. Very proud of that. That's great. I mean, Southern California is a bit like a hotel. I tell other people that everybody's from someplace else. So being native that far back makes me very proud. And you've seen tremendous changes here. (laughs) 
I used to like make fun of my dad because we would drive around and it was like, I mean, every two minutes, oh, that used to be an orange grove. That used to be an olive grove. That, oh. you know, um, and now I do that to my poor children too. <laughs> That's depressing. <laughs> I uh, like seeing I mean, the orange trees. Yeah, we still have a, a fair amount. Most of them are, you know, they're, they're still around, but yeah. more, more from a decorative standpoint, it seems. Um, yeah, it's changed quite a bit, um, and I would still argue that that mainly for the better. Mm-hmm. Um, I see a lot. I see a lot of you know great things happening in Orange County. I'm a very much a diehard Orange County um, resident, and um, I work hard to help promote local businesses. That's great uh, when I can because it it means you know this is these are my people. Yes, <laughs> I love it here. I'm originally from the East Coast. So I've lived here, I guess, over 12 years. I love it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's I, for one, the main reason I love it is for the diversity. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the weather's great, right? But I would put that last on the list. I think the diversity is, is really the, the benefit here. Yes. Uh, in people, in economic standing, and creativity, and all of that good stuff. So, yes. Um, I think that's the real power of Orange County. So when you go to Orange County, <laughs> have, you, have you ever had to go in the winter? Oh, go to Chicago? Yes. Yes, I, mean, Chicago. I go every month. So as a matter of fact, last week, I... Um, was in my office in Chicago for one day, and then I actually had to go to Minneapolis in the middle of a blizzard oh for a client gosh. meeting. So that was fun. That was loads of fun. Oh my gosh! <laughs> well, it's okay. You know, when you, it's kind of like traffic out here in California. Um, you know, the people who get the maddest about the traffic yes. clearly hate it. So yeah. if you are That's from true. here, you just know that there's going to be traffic. You know what you're getting into. That's so. true. That's true. So here, when, when you deal, when you travel um, in the Midwest in the middle of winter, you kind of know what you're in for. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Uh, you want to throw out your website again to everybody? Sure. Um, my main website is marcymasura.com, M-A-R-C-Y-M-A-S-S-U-R-A.com. And I am on probably every single platform online from Twitter to Facebook to Google+, Plus, all under my name. So I try to make it as easy as possible to well, find me. You're very inspiring. I mean, you share a lot of great advice for getting out of a funk, staying out of a funk. So this interview will be up, up on my blog. I'll send the link out to everybody in a short bit after the show. Fun. Yeah. Great. Thank you well, so thank much you. for calling in. I really love chatting with you. No, it was fun. Thanks for having me. All Have right. a great Monday, everyone. You too. Take care. That was Marcy Masira, and you're listening to Get the Funk Out. I'm your host, Janine. This is KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine. Hey, this is Dr. Michael Drake, Chancellor of the University of California, Irvine, and you're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine and over the web at KUCI.org. I love Anita Radio. Listen to the music. It's a good thing to do. Counting down and out for the count at last. Three, two, one, and the rest is silence. Only kidding, dude! Let's rock! Underground Music and Talk since 1969. KUCI 88.9 FM Irvine. And now on Facebook and Twitter.